In today's show, we look at week 16 in the NBA, how the schedule plays out, how we can take advantage of it. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball, on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by PricePix. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. That's PricePix.com. The promo code is Locked On. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Week 16 is here. We're getting towards the fantasy playoffs. We're getting towards the NBA trade deadline. Thursday, February the 9th, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, live trade deadline show over on YouTube. So go ahead and give that a thumbs up. I want to hit, I want to hit 500 likes on that before we start, actually. I think, we're, I think we're over 200 at the moment. I would like to hit um, 500 on that one. So if you could go ahead and hit the thumbs up there, that would be awesome. Let's talk week 16. Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's look. We're back to one of these games, or one of these weeks, sorry. Last week, we had a little bit more definition in terms of streaming. We've got one of the weeks now where we can stream every day. Perfect from a content providing per, per point of view, which is for me is great. We have limited games on each days without any crazy two game days or 13 game days. Spread out really as perfectly as an NBA schedule should be. It does make it a little bit more um, open for the way that you want to attack things from a streaming perspective for fantasy, but that's just the way it goes. I think this is I think this is the better schedule for anyone involved in the NBA watching, talking about it, thinking about it, playing fantasy, whatever, because you just don't get overloaded. So how does it actually look? We've got eight games on Monday, five Tuesday, nine Wednesday, seven Thursday, eight Friday, nine Saturday, and six Sunday. It's perfect. Nine is the real borderline for me in terms of streaming. Usually with nine games on, you can stream guys in. You won't have a completely full active roster. Now, if you're um, fantasy setup is that you've got six starters and nine bench players. Again, not anywhere close to standard, but if you have that, then yeah, like on a nine-game day, you're going to have to make start-sit decisions. But in a standard 10-3 split or a 10-4 split, 10 starters, four bench, 10 starters, three bench, on a nine-game day, you'll generally be okay. And that's how we're going to, that's how I always approach this, is that 10 games and more is where we get into start-sit decisions and nine games or fewer, we're okay. And there's always, you know, depending on the way your roster's put together, I can't be specific to every single person's league, quite obviously. And that's how we sit with that. It is a little bit heavier in terms of volume for the week than we've had in some past weeks. We've got over half of the teams playing four games, which means that when your team plays three, or in the case of Utah and Boston, when they play two, it is a little bit more impactful. So we've got 16 teams playing four games. We've got 12 teams playing three games. And Boston and Utah play two games. The teams that play four games for the week... We've got Sacramento, Philadelphia, Washington, Charlotte, Denver, Toronto, Portland, Phoenix, Minnesota, Golden State, Orlando, the Lakers, the Pelicans, the Pistons, the Knicks, and the Hawks. And we've actually got it. We don't get this that often, where there's a lot of these ones that with the four games where they play all four at home or all four on the road. The Raptors, all four of their games on the road. The Wolves, 
four games at home. The Magic, four games on the road. The Lakers, four games on the road. The Knicks, four games at home. The Hawks, four games on the road. Doesn't happen that often that you get it spread out that way. Obviously, we've got Utah and Boston playing the two, and then the other teams play three. The Thunder, Rockets, Cavs, Mavs, Bulls, Bucks, Clippers, Pacers, Nets, Grizzlies, Spurs, and Heat all play three. The Heat, all three on the road. The Spurs, all three are at home. Pacers play them all at home. Clippers on the road. Bucks at home. Bulls at home. So we've got a lot of teams with homestands and road trips happening throughout the week. Um... Yeah, so that's how that all plays out for the week. Let's look at, again, streaming. We've just talked about it. We just stream all days. Yeah, we've got seven days of nine or fewer games. Man- managing that, it's going to be something we talk about in a second, but this is going to depend, and it depends so much with everything that we talk about in your individual league settings. The majority of stuff that I talk about is the standard four acquisitions for the week. You might have two acquisitions for a week. You might have seven acquisitions for the week. You might have unlimited acquisitions for the week. I don't know that. They are probably the most common things, either two, four, seven, or unlimited, right? When you have unlimited, having two streaming spots is the best way to go about it, and then you just cycle through guys in and you get 14 games in those spots. If you have two, then you've really got to attack the three games in four nights type parts of the schedule because you've got to try and maximize games with that one roster spot that you use. If you have seven, you probably can use two stop spots for streaming and utilize those guys back and forth to really boost those games. It's going to be more beneficial for you when you've got seven ads for the week to have two spots to stream in versus just streaming one spot one a day because you can actually use double ups and back-to-backs to get more value that way. I hope that makes sense. But that is what we're doing this week. We can stream all days. In terms of the back-to-backs, this is where it gets important. And there's really not that many this week, which is great for um, potential rests. Heading into the week, end of week 15, start of week 16, no one has a back-to-back. Okay, that's good news. Monday, Tuesday, it's just the Lakers. So I'm going to put Anthony Davis as a chance to miss that. I'm going to put LeBron James as a chance to miss one of those two games. That's possible. Tuesday, Wednesday, no back-to-backs, okay? Wednesday, Thursday, Warriors. So we know Clay's going to sit. Do they do the wholesale Steph, Wiggins, Draymond rest? We've got to watch that one. The Grizzlies have the back-to-back. Jar is always a risk. Desmond Bain now with some knee soreness. I wouldn't say that they're likely to sit, but we've seen it a little bit lately. On Thursday, Friday, we've got Charlotte and Indiana with the back-to-back. Charlotte, I don't think Lamello would sit, but Gordon Haywood probably would. Um, Indiana, maybe Tyrese Halliburton. If he's back, which it looks like he will be, maybe there's a risk of him sitting there. The day that we've got the bulk back-to-backs is Friday, Saturday, which is good when we talk about streaming plans later on. Houston, Eric Gordon is playing back-to-backs, apparently now. Detroit, probably no sitting there. Phoenix, maybe if Booker's back, but I don't know if he will be. Portland, Atlanta, Washington. So Bogdanovich, maybe the Atlanta risk there. And Washington, Porzingis, Porzingis might be back, but he might sit the back-to-back. We don't know about that. So we need to pay attention to that there. Saturday, Sunday, um, the weekend back-to-back. We've got Denver, the Pelicans. So you've got Brandon Ingram as the back-to-back rest risk. And then the uh, the Knicks have the weekend back-to-back as well. And then heading into week 17, Sunday, Monday, it's the Kings and the Cavaliers that have that Sunday, Monday back-to-back to end the week. So as you can see, it's not a massive amount of back-to-backs for this week, which is great in terms of resting. And if you are someone who has Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, you'd feel okay because they don't have any. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy, but daily fantasy made easy. It is not 
your old style fantasy uh, daily fantasy basketball. It's not lineups. It's not salary caps. It's not thousands of people. It's you versus player projections. It's you going in and looking at Kawhi Leonard and his points will be set at 20 and a half. And you go, huh, more. He will score more than that. No problem. Or you'll see Reggie Jackson and three pointers made one and a half. And you go, he will get less than that. And you get between two to five of those, or two to six, sorry, those individual player projections, put them into a lineup, and you can win up to 25 times your entry fee back. Really straightforward stuff. You can do it in over 30 US states. You can do it in most Canadian provinces. And you can do these entries in under 60 seconds, and it's safe and fast as well. You can do it for other sports, not just the NBA. You can do it for the NFL. You can do it for the NHL. You can do it for baseball, which starts up soon, PGA, college um, basketball, both men's and women's. You can do it for soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, European basketball, cricket, and of course, disc golf. So download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. So let's look at a streaming plan for the week. Again, we are I'm going to do this on the basis of having four weekly ads. Your approach to this would vary depending on what you've got, but the standard is four. So we'll have we'll use that as one way uh, one roster spot, and the best way to do this is to attack the back to back Monday Tuesday. So it's Lakers. So we use that streaming spot for a Lakers player, whether that is Dennis Schroeder, whether that is Rui Hachimura, whether that is in deeper leagues Troy Brown, whether that is the available Tom Bryant who will probably play a starter's role in one of those two games. Um, that's what we look to attack there on the Monday Tuesday. Then we've got. Uh, we drop that player, and then we can add a Warriors or a Grizzlies player on Wednesday, Thursday. The Warriors, DiVincenzo, playing a lot of minutes at the moment. Kavon Looney, an option. John Kaminga, playing 20-plus minutes a night at the moment somehow. Some value there. For the Grizzlies, yeah, you've got Xavier T. Ilman. Brandon Clark should be rostered, but Tillman might be available there for you. You could stream in a Santi Aldama, a Tyus Jones for the Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. And then you can drop that player, and then we've got a plethora of options available. Six different teams for the Friday, Saturday back-to-back. Houston, Detroit, Phoenix, Portland, Atlanta, Washington. If Jabari Smith was dropped, great back-to-back stream. You've got Tari Preseason. You've got Jay Sean Tate. You've got KJ Martin. In Detroit, you've got Alec Burks, who I think is an ad for the week anyway, but we'll talk about him having some value there. In Phoenix, you've got Tory Craig, perhaps. Not much more there. Um, in Portland, yeah, there's not as many guys there either. Maybe Josh Hart was dropped. Maybe you look at Nasir Little. Maybe Nurkic remains out and Drew Eubanks is the guy. In Atlanta, it's DeAndre Hunter who's your stream. It's maybe AJ Griffin for deeper leagues. In Washington, well, there's a lot. There's Dillon Wright. There's Monte Morris. There's Daniel Gafford. There's Denny Avdia. There's maybe Kendrick Nunn. I doubt it, but maybe. And then, so that's three ads and you've got six games. And then you just do whatever you need to on the Sunday. Add whoever you need to um, to create that value on the um, uh, on whatever specific category that you are looking for. So that's seven games for four ads. That's how you maximize it. Because if you do it the other way and you stream anyone in on the Monday, remember there is Tuesday, Wednesday doesn't have a back-to-back. So you can't actually get that benefit. You've got to attack the Lakers Monday, Tuesday. Let's look at how the week shakes out. Streaming or back or front and back loading-wise, sorry. The Lakers and Warriors begin the week with three games in four nights. 
that is going to put that load on Davis, on LeBron, on, on Curry, on Wiggins, on, on Green. So just be aware that some value might pop up there, but they have a lot of value chucked into the start of the week. Whereas Indiana, do not play a game until Thursday. So if you are holding on to Andrew Nembhardt, it's not going to be worth it. If you are deciding whether Chris Duarte is worth it, is it worth it to get zeros for three days? Probably not especially considering we don't really know what his role is going to be when Halliburton returns. And it does feel like, on a side note about the Pacers, it does feel like the Duarte is going to start now over Nempart as we move forward. They'll go with Heald, Halliburton, Nempart. I don't, sorry, Heald, Halliburton, Duarte, which is the lineup I thought they would go for at the start of the season. Um, which they didn't, of course. That would leave, you know, I think McConnell moves back to the bench when Halliburton returns as well. So it's going to make things a little bit interesting with holding on to those fringe players, Nembhard and Duarte. Um, obviously, I, with Isaiah Jackson, you are, let me rephrase this again as we're talking paces now. Someone said, oh man, I can't believe I streamed him for yesterday. You are not adding Isaiah Jackson for production now. Do not have any reliance on Isaiah Jackson now because whatever they're doing, it makes no sense. But whatever they're doing is not why you're having Isaiah Jackson. It's not for a 12-minute night or a 7-minute night or a 0-minute night now. We know he can be productive. That is not why you have him. It is very, very up in the air what Carlisle is going to do. And honestly, it probably could be up in the air later on. But we are holding him, waiting for the trade deadline thinking that there is a chance that Miles Turner gets traded. I think it's a very low chance, 5% chance, right? But I know that if it pays off and if you're in a strong position to take zeros for two weeks, that Isaiah Jackson can be at least top 70. And yes, if Turner gets traded, there might be back and forwards where some nights Jalen plays more than Isaiah Jackson. But what I feel confident about saying, sort of confident, is that if Turner is traded, you won't have the nights where Isaiah Jackson goes from 13 to zero minutes. You'll have the nights where he goes from 28 to 21 minutes. And that, is where the value comes in, right? So that is why we're holding him. We're not holding Isaiah Jackson for short-term pleasure. It's the long game. It's waiting for those two weeks. If he gives you three blocks in one game during this week, it is an actual bonus. Prepare for zero, prepare for nothing, and then wait and see. And then if Turner isn't traded at the deadline, then see you later. Like we, we understand this is a small percentage chance of paying off. It's 95% chance not going to work. So if you are sixth or seventh, or eighth, or ninth in the standings, you cannot afford to do it. Or you need to wait at least another week to do it, like where you can take zeros for one week. Two weeks is hard. Yeah, three weeks is harder. That's where we're at with that. Sorry, didn't mean to get sidetracked. Um, if we look at the end of the week, Thursday through Saturday, Charlotte, Denver, Pelicans, Pacers, Knicks play three games in four nights to end the week. So that's, you know, we talked about the Pacers only playing one, or not playing until Thursday. Well, then they play three games in four nights at the end. So while it's hard to hold them at the start of the week, when we look at the end of the week, you're know, trying a Duarte, um, having a look at a Neesmith or an Empard or maybe a Jackson, I don't know, like towards the end of the week, like that's where the value comes in. Whereas Utah, San Antonio, and Boston, we know Utah and Boston play two games only for the week, but San Antonio don't play a game on the weekend. And we know how frustrating they are at the moment in terms of their value. So there might be some drops that can occur with those guys there. Today's episode is also brought to you by Fangio. It's not brought to you by Fangio. I'm sorry, Fangio. You just got an extra promotion. It's actually brought to you by... It's also brought to you by TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste 
not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not, ride not taxes into the sunset. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Into it. TurboTax, full service products only, video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Yes, sorry about that uh, misstep. Let's have a look at some potential injury returns for the week. We heard at the end of, or towards the end of week 15, that Devin Booker would be reevaluated in a week. I guess there's a chance he returns. I'm not certain that he will, but we'll put him on this list and we'll put the same for the crucifix Christian Wood where we heard on Thursday that he'd be out another week. So maybe we're looking at a weekend return for Wood or for Booker. No idea if that's true, but let's put them on the list to know that. We could also have a return of Marcus Smart this week. And the other one which seems more likely is Tyrese Halliburton. And that Thursday game for the Pacers is definitely a potential. Now, I could have had Chris Asposingas on here. He didn't wasn't really out long enough for me to include him, but he could return this week as well. He's been upgraded to doubtful for their game today, I think it is, or maybe it was yesterday. My days are all a bit muddled. But we could have some big names returning there with Booker and Halliburton, clearly the biggest ones, you know, top two-round players, um, having a real domino effect on some of the other values on players on their teams. But be aware that we could get those guys coming back. And I feel the most confident that Halliburton will be back towards the end of the week. Maybe he's only back for the Saturday-Sunday combination back-to-back for the Pacers, but there is some value in getting old Tyrese back. We we can't wait to have him back, to be honest. Not, sorry, Saturday-Sunday. They play Thursday-Friday back-to-back, but there is value in getting those guys back. So now we transition to talk about weekly leagues. Who can we add? Who can we sit? In a weekly category league, these players are all available and I all think they're top 100 guys for the week. They're available in over 40% of leagues. Let's start with Kyle Anderson. This is as straightforward as it gets. They play four games. I don't know why he would be sitting on any waiver wire at all at the moment. It makes no sense whatsoever. They play so much better with him in the lineup and getting minutes. To be honest, it's never going to happen, but they're playing better with him next to Gobert versus Towns next to Gobert. Could they find that role for Anderson to play next to Towns and next to Gobert as well. That would mean McDaniels moves to the bench. And I'll be honest with you, Anderson's a better player than McDaniels at the moment. Not defensively, but he's not far off. But Anderson's actually a better player at this point in time. I don't think they would make that move, but it doesn't matter because Towns is still out for weeks, so we just go with Anderson. Jericho Sims, he's an option. You just made the list. There will be some weirdness, maybe, but he's generally getting 30 minutes a night. Delon Wright and Dan Gafford in Washington. Delon's only probably going to be 23 minutes a night, but they've got four games. Gafford might be 26 minutes a night. He might be 30 minutes a night with some really big numbers. Now, the Porzingis return might impact Gafford. I hope it doesn't, but it probably will. So we'll watch that one. Alec Burks, I don't know whether he will continue to start all week. Alec Burks. It doesn't make a lot of sense development-wise, but it also does make sense development-wise, as I highlighted on the show um, Thursday or Friday, talking about the Pistons change in lineup. You can go back and watch that, where I talked about the reasons, I think, behind that move. Um, Larry Nance with four games. I'm not massively into this one, but the four-game value is there for him. Monte Morris with the Wizards as well. And then Quentin Grimey Grimes. This briefcase and this haircut. Like, he might play 140 minutes over the week, which, while he isn't producing at spectacularly good levels on a per-game basis, the four-game advantage that he has at least makes him more valuable than he would have been on a per-game basis. Players to sit. In a category league, I would sit all Celtics, except Jason Tatum. I would sit Rob Williams. I would sit Jalen Brown. I would. I just don't know whether his inconsistency and percentage issues is enough to bother with it in a two-game week. For the Jazz, I would sit all of them, apart from Larry Markkinen, 
I would start Marker and Steele, and I would start Tatum. Other guys, I would sit um, James Christian Middleton, Kyle Lowry. Double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. I would sit Victor Oladipo. I would sit Benedict Matherin, Karis Levert, Ivica Zubac. These guys are all Ross in a lot of spots. I wouldn't bother starting them for this week. In a points league, a lot of similar names that we can add here. Kyle Anderson, Alec Burks, Dan Gafford, Precious Achua, who I actually, I'm I'm coming around on him. His field goal percentage is up this season. His free throws are still a bit wonky. Yes, he's at, I think, 73 for the season, but over the last 10 games, he's at 59 or something like that. He's a little bit wonky. He still has some issues with his game, but his minutes are up. OG's hurt his wrist. I don't know how long he's going to be out. Um, I'm coming around a bit on Precious, especially for points leagues. Jericho Sims is a solid ad. Emmanuel Quickly, Monte Morris, some guys you can add who have got four games for the week who are going to be interesting guys to use in a weekly points league. And then guys we can sit in a weekly points league. Um, we've got all the, the Celtics, except in a weekly points league, I would start both Tatum and Brown. In um, For the Jazz, I would I would sit all Utah players apart from Markkinen. I would sit Okongwu, Hachimura, um, Trey Murphy, Ivica Zubats, Kyle Lowry, and Benedict Matherin in points league. That is not an exhaustive list. You can go and check all of my weekly projections over on Basketball Monster to see how it fits into your specific league settings as well. And guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're here on YouTube, you know what to do. You thumb it up and you leave those comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. So yeah.